Welcome everyone to another episode of From the South with Love. Uh, we're back, you know, like we never left. That's right, bro. Been a minute, man. Yeah, man. A lot of things changed. Lot, you know, how how you been? I mean, life. You know, life is uh, life is good. Life is happening. You know what I mean? Uh, I know you didn't got a, another year stronger, another year wiser, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yes, happy, yes. Happy. Yes. I guess belated to you now. Shit. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been about a, been about a week. Thirty, the big three zero. The big three. Hey man, we here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it don't. It don't. Uh, say everything kind of you know comes together at that point. You're like okay, shit. I'm, I'm, that's when you feel like was that said. Uh, that said you're gonna tell you. I'm officially a grown ass man out this motherfucker. Right. It, yeah. it feels a lot different. Um, but but yeah, bro, man. You know, what I'm saying definitely. Uh, shouts out to you on that. Um, it's been a lot uh, going on around this world, um, bro. I don't even. As, as always, where to begin? Uh, well, you know, I guess congratulations are in order. Um, congratulations to LeBron James and right. the Los Angeles Lakers for winning the championship. Which I really feel that this is not an asterisk uh, win because they had to be in a. a, a in a basketball prison for like three months. <laughs> yeah, it's like you see him. Like I'm seeing like both sides. Like I'm seeing like some people saying, "Hey, man, this is asterisk season. It ain't real." You know what I'm saying? You know, LeBron had four months to you know get get uh back in shape and, and and get rest and all this kind of shit. Like then I got the other side telling me like, "Bro, it's even more crucial. It's even more difficult. You're away from your family and all that." Um, you know what I'm saying? You're stuck in this isolated situation. You can't really. You know, free your 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 mind, or your you know, get your get your right headspace about yourself. You know, I mean, it's gotta be difficult. So, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, People who uh, try to uh, you know get back to the routine of things or how they got down, they got kicked out. <laughs> Shout out to uh, old buddy from the the Rockets, <laughs> Daniel House. Yeah, we still don't. We still don't have. Do we have confirmations on any? Are those still just allegations? Yes, you know, it's alleged and whatever. Yeah. You know, we it, it ain't our business, but you know, we got a shout out. Shout out, shout out, you, Mister House. Uh, man, yeah, they uh, they changing everything up too. Daryl Moore gone. Shit, that, that that was wild. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he just he just uh, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. They, I mean, I seen even they got rumors. That, you know, maybe they're, like, maybe they're gonna try to trade James. Like, ain't nobody that damn crazy. And, and it ain't what what the hell are you gonna get for James? Like, that, that's 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 insane. Uh, but you know, going back to the Lakers though, bro. Like, I mean, I think man, like we you know we were basically I say we called it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, it was kind of you know one of those things. Man, the writing was on the wall. Um, you know, you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I mean, it, like, let's let's just be real. I mean, it, it provided health is not an issue. Uh, you know, we should have uh, should have seen that coming. I think one of the big things um, that was worrying me heading into the bubble was Rondo's injury, because I, I knew he would be very important. Because you need LeBron needs somebody to take that pressure off him as like the, the primary creator all the time, and you know, initiating the offense at all times. Like he needed somebody else who he can kind of like throw the ball to, so he can kind of like run in the corner, get a little breath, get a get, you know, get a breather. You know, play a little off ball sometimes. Um, you know, maybe you know get on the block a little bit. You know, you see him kind of, you know, initiating there uh, on occasion as well. Uh, but I mean, I, I think you know the Rondo factor really came came up big in Game Six. Man, I hear hitting hitting yes. three, like, just like, yeah. <laughs> like look, bro, like I'm, I'm a champion. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't sleep out here. <laughs> like it was uh, it, it was special, dog. Um, so yeah, man, shout out shout out to them, man. Uh, KCP. Got him a ring. Dwight got him a ring. You know, these Georgia boys, man, we know he got shot them out too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, so the 
KCP is going to be a, a free agent. And uh, the Hawks are looking to to possibly sign him. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I could see it. I mean, I don't know if he's my first choice. It's because you have, um, you know, a guy in Cam who could play the two. Um, you know, Herder also could play the two. Uh, so you kind of you kind of have, have like a log jam there. I mean, obviously you can kick, you know, maybe you know Cam or, or Dre up, you know, a, a spot or two. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, w- I would definitely be be interested, and in I kind of want him to. Stay out there, though. I kind of want him to, you know, keep, keep, you know, try to get another ring. Like, I feel like they need to run it back. Like, I, I feel like um, they need to be trying to bring KCP back. Don't disrespect that man. Like, he wasn't a, a key contributor. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I, I feel like, you know, you get him back, uh, try to bring back. Um, obviously, you know, I, I believe they still had Danny Green. Um, but, you know, I don't know what Avery Bradley's situation is, but, you know, I, he needs those, you know, those guards out there, you know what I'm saying, who can, who can defend, who can, you know, have some athleticism, who can kind of run around and knock, knock down some threes. Um, he, he needs guys like that. So, you know, I, I would, honestly, I would think he should just stay where he at. Um, but, you know what I'm saying, I obviously would welcome him here with open arms, you know what I'm saying, because we, we, we definitely, uh, <laughs> we could definitely use a, use a player like that. So, ain't no, ain't no pressure. Right. You know, bring that championship mindset to the team. He got it now, you know what I mean? He's, he's, um, and, and, and Dwight too, man. Like, it, it was just crazy. Not not saying Dwight need to come here, you know. Apparently, they, they're supposed to uh, garner interest from Golden State. I mean, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, but I think oh, man. Uh, <laughs> nobody's talking about Golden State, and that's probably like the scariest thing. And that's why they always been the villain of the yeah. NBA. Yeah, it's like they nobody takes them serious until they they're like holding up the champion and championship trophy and smiling. Yeah. You know, the, the you know, Smash Brothers and Steve Curry there and you know, uh you know, uh damn, what is it? Draymond just just there looking goofy. Yeah, so man. just like Brett, if he ends up going to the, the Warriors, you know, it's I can call it now with all this time that they had we've had, you know, it's gonna be Warriors probably uh Lakers Western Conference Finals. Unless one of these other teams, uh, you know, tighten up like the Lakers, you know, shout out to Ty Lu. Yeah, uh, the Clips, bro. Oh yeah. But have we have we have we have we been on here since the Clips got eliminated? Like, did we? Have, have no, we, did we no, we haven't. What, what the it's fuck been was a while. that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was that was a that was an implosion, you know, from the inside out. That, I mean, everybody, everybody broke down on that team. Man, you know, started started with uh Montrez, then it, you know, then um uh Kawhi just started you know shutting down. Can buy button. And then, yeah, and pff, do do we even have to say uh playoff brother game. brother uh no oh <laughs> brother Paul George <laughs> brother because oh man. It was brutal. They talk about trading them. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, we gave up all this shit for Paul, but uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to get him a bat. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. I would not uh, be, uh, you know, that crazy. Um, I don't think that's that crazy of a thought. I don't know, man, what happened there, um, but I think it's interesting when you think about just, like, the dynamics of that team. It was kind of thrown together, you know what I'm saying? And we think about the teams that Kawhi's been on in the past. You know, like San Antonio, that was like a well-oiled machine. You know, he was walking into a championship organization. 
You know what I mean? And you know, go to Toronto. He, I mean, he's in a he goes to a team. That's, it's a tight knit team. That's a tight. That's a group that's been together for a while. You know, Kyle Lowry and all them boys like you know, Fred Van Vliet. All them they they know they know each other. They've been there even when they was with Dwayne Casey. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was a playoff caliber team already. Just you know, battle tested and all that. I uh, just needed to get over to LeBron, huh? But this situation, man, it's like they kind of just threw these guys together, and it's like. You got Kawhi and Paul George, both both guys. Neither one of them are, you know, people who are like, you know, what I mean, rah rah and shit like that. Like they, like you know, they kind of just do they do their thing by example. You know what I'm saying? But in the playoffs, sometimes you know, you really need somebody to to, to start talking. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody guys, you know. And if if, if you're in San Antonio with Greg Popovich, you don't have that problem. If you're in Toronto, you know, with, with all these veteran guys like you know Kyle Lowry and you know and, and even the Danny Green, like all these other guys who are around you. You know, it's it's a different situation. Even you know, the the, the Marcus Alls and all, all these people like they, these guys have, have have been there. Um, so you know, you got here with guys like Zubac and, and and all these you know guys like that. It, it just it, it it wasn't registering. Any have anybody to pick him up? Nobody was like, hey, let's stop the bleeding. You know, Doc couldn't really do nothing. I still <laughs> the, the Doc thing is is still so weird, man. Even him coaching Paul George is is, is definitely just a interesting decision like I, I thought that just based off of the, the personal stuff going around doc rivers and paul george that was always just a very interesting uh, conundrum he was in but yeah man I, I just it just fell apart man denver and i mean i, I can't just do that without shouting out denver man because they, they, they was picking them apart man Jokic was just like quarterbacking like like it was crazy dog like top to bottom man um it looks like yeah i don't know what's gonna happen with the cliffs man but it, this was not the year no it wasn't uh but you know, with Doc ending up with the Sixers, you know, I don't know if that's a, a, a spot for him either. But I think it was just it, the Clippers just, I don't know. They, they just they just imploded. It, it just didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, you can have all the pieces, but if you don't, if you don't mesh together, you know, you can't win. You can't, you can't play for the, for the other man. You can't, you know, give me your all. Yeah, so. I think, um, yeah, bro, I, I do want to, uh, you know, make a little bit of mention here of, you know, and one of the things we were talking about is we were kind of just breaking down. Um, it feels like uh, we were, uh, last time we recorded this, we, we, were, we were going into the bubble. <laughs> but, you know, I think um, we, were, we were talking about Miami as like a sleeper. Like uh, that that was not um and you know if you don't believe that shit you can go back and listen to it but we damn sure you know talked them up uh you know with Eric Spolster being a championship level coach um and, and you know having just a bunch of um uh, you know Miami as a team they they're always gonna be in great condition they're always gonna be in great shape and that kind of bodes well for a, a situation like this where it's like you're not taking all these breaks and days off in between it's like okay you know what I'm saying we hoop today you know what I'm saying we might take one day off maybe but we back at it you know what I'm saying like constantly 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 it's just like a like a, a never ending pickup game you know what I'm saying so a, a conditioned team like that will have a, a good um, you know a, a really good uh, rapport about it a good, a good mindset about it um, and, and they damn sure did it and Jimmy Butler showed, showed the hell out dog. triple doubles in multiple games um, bro was like uh, he kind of basically solidified himself as, as one of the, the top players in the game, not just like an all-star, but like he's kind of like risen his, I think he kind of raised his profile a little bit in, in this, uh, in this bubble, man. And I feel like anybody thinking otherwise is just they out of their damn mind. Like the bro is like kind of like ascended to a, a different level in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, um, it's, it's really, you know, they've been having these memes, uh, 
lately where it started here and now here we are or something. And you just think about how Jimmy Butler started as a dude that that they uh, leaned on heavy to uh, try to rise Chicago up after losing Derrick Rose. Yeah. And um, – now he he showed you know, and he was he was young then you know he he still tried to to live that role, but he he just didn't you know it just took he needed time with that, and then you know he had time different teams you know people miscommunicating not understanding who he is, right. and he got into the right situation, and he was able to have a team to trust in him, you know uh, to let him you know let them uh, be on his back. While he tried to win them a championship, he really, he really was trying to win. You know, it's like you know, some people go in the championship, you know, and you know, it might seem like from a perspective that they're not trying, but people really go there, and you know, he really uh, showcased that he was trying to win that that championship. You know, no matter what. So, you know, I commend that. I commend the Heat. You know, super young team. Uh, but you know, they they may be back. You know, that's that's the scary thing. They may be back. They may be back. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, Bam Adebayo definitely, you know, made a name oh. for himself in this bubble. Um, you know, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, the list goes on and on. All these young, all these guys are young, like you said, around Jimmy. Uh, and obviously, Iguodala is not. Uh, He's, he's in the mix. Equal Dollar and Jimmy was just like fuck the barber, like fuck this bubble barber. Like we are not, we are not dealing with this guy at all. <laughs> like they just was like, no, oh, bro. Was- they, the bubble barber had people out here looking like Morty from Rick and Morty. <laughs> like they had, they all had the 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 uh, the shaved, uh, circular, uh, you know. Yeah, they saw what happened to Bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened to Bam. Happened to Rondo. Uh, a few people got got good. You know, Jimmy was like, "Nah, you know, it's not gonna happen to me." Scruff it out, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what it did, man. You got, um, you know, people like AD and them like they like we just gonna plat it out, like hit the hill with that, right? You know? <laughs> like we just uh, we, we just platting it, brother. It's, it's all. Uh, and LeBron was holding on to the very, you know, very end from the back <laughs> with the sunroof out. Man. But uh, speaking of Miami, you know, possibly being back, I say that because uh, they stated that they are going to aggressively be uh, seeking out uh, Giannis during this offseason. So... Oof. What you think about Giannis added on to that team? Because I don't think they're going to lose anybody. I think it's um, I think it's hyperbole. <laughs> I think there's literally no way Milwaukee would ever deal Giannis under any circumstance. They're going to try like hell to keep him as they should, right? Um, and I think you know, particularly trying to move him within conference is just is is almost laughable, um, in my opinion. So just from a you know general manager standpoint. I think, you know, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I, I don't think they should, um, you know, I think maybe somebody like Oladipo might be more realistic. Um, That's true. But, That's true. Um, he, he appears to be available and, and on the move. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he stands as far as his health is concerned. Uh, but, you know, obviously, you know, that's a big part of it. But if he's, you know, close to him, himself, you know, potentially pairing him with Jimmy, although they sort of play the same position, it is intriguing. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, Oladipo, I kind of, you know, you know, I've been hearing all those, you know, alleged rumors that, that the Hawks might, you know, might uh, give a little coin for Oladipo. Yeah, that's, that is something I, I wouldn't support it just because. Me neither. I feel like the, the, the risk you're running, like, okay, we got all this cap space, but it's like, now if you're just taking him on, he, I think he's on an expiring deal. I mean, I think that's different. But I think he's he's looking to like you know re up somewhere. He's trying to get a right. new deal. He's trying to do all. I mean, so that's that's a little bit different. Um, you know, what I'm saying I'm not about to commit you know long term money to somebody whose health is so questionable. Um, but you know, as a player, you know, as a locker room guy, all that kind of stuff. I think he's great in all that in all those areas. But I don't think he's a great on fit uh, on court fit uh, with Trey Young, uh, particularly. Um, just you know his play style, you know. What I mean, like I, I don't know how comfortable he would be off ball because I mean Trey Trey gonna have the ball in his hand. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Um, so and if yeah, if, 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 you, if you have somebody who you're you know pairing him with, you kind of want that person to be a, a bit a bit of a playmaker as well to kind of get him off ball uh, himself. Um, I, I just don't really know. Um, I, I don't really see that in uh, Oladipo's game that much. Uh, I do. I would like to see him moved though. I, I mean, to maybe a contender who's kind of ready to. Ready to win now. He doesn't need to be a first banana, and probably maybe not even a second, but maybe a third. That would be like a, a great role for him. I've seen like Golden State rumors. I've seen, um, you know, just various, uh, you know, various potential uh, destinations uh, for him. So I mean, I think you know, Minnesota is also another people trying to throw out there for the number one overall pick, kind of trying to move him along with you know other, other uh, assets to try to move up to number one. I do not believe Minnesota would move one for Oladipo just because, like we said, you know, the uncertainty versus, you know, having a player control, you know, like a LaMelo Ball or an Anthony Edwards or somebody like that for all that time. I just feel like that would be that would trump an Oladipo, in my opinion. But in the end of the day, you know, they're trying to they're trying to win with Carl Towns. They want to keep him happy. He he could obviously, you know, if he's upset, he can he can dip about it there, too. But the, the theory of D'Lo and Oladipo sounds a lot better than a lot of these combinations sound to me. Like that, that, that fit kind of makes a little more sense, um, especially with the a, a cat at, at center position kind of spread the floor. So I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see, man. There's, there's a lot of ways he can go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do like that Minnesota thing. I I think that would be a, a good fit, but uh, we just see. We'll just see. But uh, shout out to the Lakers once again. Yeah, man. Shout out um, to him, man. <laughs> you know, they did it for Kobe. They did right. it for, you know, yep. Los Angeles. They did it for everybody. So, uh, speaking of LA uh, fans, uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is out here, uh, you know, doing it. We talked about it earlier, early episodes, how he's, he's out here on Twitter, you know, Speaking the good word of the corner, uh, corner, uh, you know the the corner uh, religions and you know philosophies on you know who's the enemy of the black man, yeah. but um, he has had this uh, what's this contract with Black America thing that he he's had uh, for I think he's been doing it for like a couple of months now, right. but it's kind of like you know asking for. Some you know, black people gotta ask for something, and that's his contribution to whatever you know we are asking for. Now, do you know 
what the contract with Black America consists of. So the C B W I feel like I'm going to butcher those uh, the acronyms that, that I keep uh, putting it's, together. It's something. It's just, you know, it's, it's <laughs> contract Black America, something. Yeah, yeah contract, contract with Black America. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, apparently he's got uh, a lot of things uh, in this deal. I mean, it's not something I've studied. Um, right. You know what I mean? Um, he's made a lot of videos talking about it. Um, and I've, I've, you know, I've listened to a lot of them and, and, and checked them out. Um, and it does, I mean, from my vantage point, I mean, it looks like, you know, he's, he's making the honest effort to try to, you know, to do something here um, and try to, you know, give black people an economic floor uh, that they just, you know, obviously we, we've never had. Like, let's, let's, let's be honest. So um, he's, trying to, he's trying to just take steps to do that, and, you know, by whatever way that he possibly can. Um, so, you know, I've, I've, I've been following that and I've been, uh, just listening to his commentary over the past, uh, little bit, man. I've been kind of impressed with him just from the way he's been approaching this. I mean, I feel like, you know, we've kind of been talking about this as well. It's just like, for whatever reason, our people just have this, um, they just feel tethered, you know what I mean? To the democratic party as if, you know, we owe them anything. And we, we, we don't. We, we don't owe them shit. Like, they've literally never done anything for us. Um, but, True. you know, cause, you know, obviously adverse situations for us uh, since, you know, they, they fucking arrived. So I, I don't really understand, um, you know, that, that whole mindset. I think the thing here, and, you know, the, if we're being blunt here, you're talking about trying to get things done how do you do that? Do you do that by like complaining and shit and pussyfooting on the internet? Or do you actually take action and try to go to your legislators and try to, you know, actually make a difference, make a change, try to actually write out a plan, draw it up and present it in a business format. I feel like, you know, if, if we're, if we're being honest, he, he did that. And it, it, the, the, the craziest thing to me is he not only did he, 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 he do that and, and explain himself. You know what I'm saying? His man came back and, 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 and you know, literally doubled down and said, look, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all exactly what the hell happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This man came out. And I'm going to tell you, this is verbatim what he said. He said, I put out the CWBA. That's what it's called, CWBA. He said, both parties contacted me. Dem said, we'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. So, Sounds to me like he reached out. Basically, Joe Biden and them, the Democrats, they basically was like, "No, nah, nigga, we we not we not we not about to promise y'all shit." You know what I'm saying? We know we got the black vote. We not doing shit. We'll holler at y'all niggas after the election. We'll holler at you after the election means we we not doing shit because once we in, we in. We, we, what, the hell, what the hell we need you niggas for? So, right. and obviously the other side says, "Okay, we'll sit down with you." Now, my thing is this. Now, you know the other side is not going to do anything either. Well, my, uh, well, here's the here's the whole here's the the, the hiccup with all this. If the, the 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 main problem I'm having with people kind of doing that is the option. The other option is is, is what? <laughs> is, 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 I know. Is, 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 you got to try. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get that mindset. And it's like if this were the on the other foot. You know what I'm saying? And and 
Ice Cube came out and was like, yeah, man, you know, I got a phone with Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? He's saying, hey, man, we about to, you know, hook up this plan. And, you know, black people about to be really be on, on our way. And we go, y'all niggas would be hitting the electric slide, doing a wobble and all that shit in the streets. Like, y'all niggas would be eating that shit up. It's Joe Biden. Oh, my God. That's our nigga. You know what I mean? Like, like this, this is how this would go. And but, it, but on the other on the other foot, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's evil. Ice Cube is a pawn. This nigga is, you know what I'm saying? He's a coon. He, he's, he's all this. But like my nigga, like. What what else is he supposed to do? Is he, is he not supposed to sit down with, with somebody? You ain't gotta like somebody to do business with him. Hey, I mean, who, like, has anybody ever done business? I mean, think about yourself on your job. Like, do you gotta right. like the motherfucker to, to to get stuff done? Like, you don't. I, it's not a. And I, everybody, I mean, look, I, even even me, I make fun of you, Mar Johnson, all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's comedy a lot of times. But yes, it's hilarious. But I mean, he said something like that made a lot of damn sense, and it's like y'all niggas keep talking about like it, like you try you voting for a personality. What, what I don't give a damn about the personality. What do they stand for? What is the agenda? Because you can have the the the, the personality down. You know, Obama could just smile in y'all niggas' face and just say all the nicest things and all the great things and just make us feel good, right? But not helping you in any way with any type of legislation. Literally going, you know, on interviews saying, you know, hey, that's not how America works. We can't just set aside something for black people. He literally like verbatim, like we cannot do that. That is not how America works. Like we, we can, we can, we will be okay with that though, as long as they talk good to us. But Ice Cube was being very upfront saying, my nigga, like, it's not like, what are they doing to help us out? Like if, if they're right. not doing anything, they don't, we, we don't owe them shit. They don't need, they need us. We don't need them. That, 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 that's just, that's just being for real. Like, what the fuck do we need them for? They don't do shit. They never, they have never done shit for you ever, ever. So no other group of people on planet Earth operates that way. Like these niggas just, you know, they they just they just got us in the bag. We ain't got it. They ain't got to do shit. They just got to talk good and just put a couple of celebrities and do some some rap commercials and and, and, and stripper commercials and all kind of bullshit. Yeah. Send us all these damn text messages and all this damn mail. Like remember, nigga, vote, 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 vote. And all this all this all this vote, vote, vote stuff is every vote or die ad you see it is with the wink, wink. Boat blue, nigga. Like that, that is all that is. You know what I mean? So I just feel like you know, as a people, man, we gotta we gotta ex, ex, we gotta respect ourselves more and and expect more. Uh, you know what I'm saying? From from you know the government and these people who are lobbying to get your vote. Like, bro, what is your vote like worth? Is it worth nothing? <laughs> like, like, is like, is is it worth nothing at all? Because if it is. How about you sit down and stand for something? I'm not giving you shit until you give us something. Like, like, how is that? Why is that hard to understand? I, I, I that, that's that's just the, the the crazy shit to me. So that's the, you know, that's my main takeaway from it. I know you got thoughts too, man. But I, I, I wasn't trying to rant too much, but but like niggas, niggas is tripping, bro. Like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. They they are tripping. Um, it's 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 bewildering actually when you think about it because it's like damn if you do damn if you don't um and it's all and i think everything is lip service and the what you really should be focused on is the legislations uh the the rules uh your mayor your comptroller all that because you know, you know what the presidential race really is, and you know, uh, black people have adopted uh, politics be- for the uh, the reason why they adopted religion. It was, you know, uh, taken away from us and then given to us. Uh, so that's why it's it's kind of 
it, you know, the whole thing. Now, you should vote. You should vote for, like I just said, all the legislations and, and everything. So voting early really is going to prevent all the the uh, chaos that <laughs> that there will be on November 3rd. Like, there absolutely will be chaos. I, I don't even, I can't even fathom what's going to happen because, you know, America is America. You know, and, and to that point, you know, black people vote your interests. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to. I mean, like, at the end of the day, I mean, like, like who, who, I mean, because, I mean, how many times are we going to sit back and listen to this, like, oh, we got, we need to, you know, let's discuss this thing. Oh, yeah, we're doing whatever we can, you know, for minorities and, and people of color, like, you no, know, like, black people. Like, what, like, like, let's stop, let's stop waxing poetically about this shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's what goes down, like, every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, they do whatever it takes to you know, basically rub you out of the picture. And, I mean, like, like come on, bro. Like, I, I think just, you know, thinking of it, you know, in a broad sense, you know, I just, I understand, you know, it's, you know, it's gripping season. It's pandering season, right? Right, but, right. I mean, right. Pander. nigga, at least, at least pander. Like, damn, you can't even, you can't even pander with it. You can't even sit down with me about some serious shit. We, we could talk all day long about, you know, all this, you know, all these same old talking points, all this voter suppression and all this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my, the, the right to vote and all that kind of shit. Like, like, like that's a problem in America in 2020. Like, like that's a, an actual issue going on when, when there are a million issues that we need to actually talk about. And you, you niggas like are supporting the most cop ass niggas and, and Kamala and, and Joe, the most locking niggas up motherfuckers out here. Yeah, you know I man, like it was a Terran Walker. We said it on a few episodes ago. Man, it's like, look, y'all niggas went from defund the police to elect the police in like a matter of months. You know what I mean? Like, if, the, if these situations are are really a problem for you, like 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 why are you not, you know, thinking about the fact that all this shit is happening in, in democratic cities, democratic states, over and over and over again? Like how can you not see the writing on the wall? And I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, man, this should have been a rallying cry. For black Democrats to be like, okay, Joe, let's like talk to talk to us, talk to Q, talk to like like why aren't you like why why aren't you doing this for us? Like like instead of making excuses for these motherfuckers constantly, bro, like hold the feet to the fire. Like this is your even if you want if you want to be a Democrat, that's cool. Like do what you gotta do, but at least stand for that shit. You know what I mean? Stand for like, hey, Joe, like what's up? Like 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 let's talk about some real shit finally. Let's not like just keep you know talking about like all this you know. Like Trump, 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 Trump. Like, look, like if when Trump gone, Trump gone. Like, literally, all you've talked about is Trump. So when Trump's gone, what are you gonna do if you're in office? Like, like nothing, because that's the only thing that's been your whole, your whole thing, your whole slogan. It ain't about us. Is 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 it's about this this political agenda. So you know, I just I just think you know we just got to start thinking about that stuff, man, and 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 really like kind of you know trying to trying to take a little bit more charge yeah. when 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 we're, when we're approaching these things. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta like I said, it's. Uh, politics. You gotta think about it in a, on a micro level, my brother. Um, from when you're a kid, through you know the the state legislated schools that we have to go to, we have uh, elections. We are uh, we are brainwashed, or you know, taught. That you know the most popular person uh, will do whatever, and we've seen that through you know uh, class presidents and 
popularity contest, prom king, prom queen, all of that, you know, to prepare us for, you know, the biggest popularity contests. A bunch of people who get voted in by people who they will never meet to control rules in which, you know, somebody makes up in order to, you know, uh, and then they have to do all these shady deals, you know, throw, you know, waste here, do this. And it's like, when you think about it at the end, it's like the whole system needs to be flipped. You know, like and it needs to be more than a two-party system. It needs to, you know, I don't know, because America's so cap- capitalistic, if we're able to even do this, and this is all just me talking, but um, people need to 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 just mind their business because what it is at the end of the day is like Ice Cube didn't say he was voting for either one of those people. Neither. Chances are he he's probably won't even vote. You know, they'll just be so truthful. But he was just trying to align himself. If anybody ever watched like Game of Thrones or The Wire or any of these these uh, you know dramas or movies, people always align themselves with the winner. He was trying to meet with both of them in order to see whoever comes out of top what they would do for black people. It doesn't mean that he was supporting them. It just means that. Hey, there's two. We we are stuck with a two party system, so both parties have to hear this plan. You know, we can hold it to the fire. You know, it's close to election. Let's see who who bites. So. Yep. And I mean, that, I mean, that's exactly you know what was done. And you know, taking action is you know a step that I, I mean, I mean, if we don't support that, I man, what what are we going to support? I mean, like I think you know it's a easy we can we can look at this thing you know from a standpoint of. You know, I mean, I honestly, I, I, I'm guilty of this also. I mean, I have, I have a very cynical view of politics in general. Um, I don't I don't think, you know, there's many avenues for any type of um, advancement or any type of actual liberation for us, um, you know, within this uh, way things are currently uh, you know, laid out. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't want to um, at all act like somebody uh, taking steps what have we been hearing all year long people are just talking about oh man you know our leaders ain't doing shit you know black we ain't got no black leaders we ain't got no black and you got a nigga just sitting there be like okay you know what hey i got i got some money i got some resources i know some people let me try to do something i'm gonna try to help you and then immediately niggas is like this nigga don't speak for us who the fuck this nigga talking to you know what I mean? dealing with donald trump like, just, like this is this is what we get <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean like your, your leader is not can't you know shouldn't your leader be able to not saying he's a leader, but I'm saying shouldn't a, a, somebody with leadership qualities be able to stand toe to toe in a room with somebody you may or may have issues with and be able to articulate themselves and, and, and still do business accordingly? Because I don't because at the end of the day, look, nigga, Republicans got to do deals with with Democrats and all these motherfuckers got to be they got to meet in them same Senate hearings. They got to meet in them same, uh, you know, Congress. They all got to come together with, no matter what side it is. At the end of the day, y'all gonna have to communicate. So saying like this nigga just shouldn't communicate at all. With one side, you know what I'm saying? Because even if it was, say, okay, hey, I'm going to just meet with Joe. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. Black people only want me to meet with Joe. I'll only meet with Joe. What if Joe loses? Then what? 
when you ain't got shit. Yeah, <laughs> you when you ain't got shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I just think it's you know it's kind of a slap in the face, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, to the black community to just say we not meeting with y'all niggas. Um, so I mean, I just don't know what more of a wake up call you know we need uh, to realize that you know we just can't. And, and I know it, I, I, I get you know I get it a lot of times. You know, it's like man, you gotta smoke for the Democrat Party. You know, what I'm saying where to smoke for? Like, bro, I've been I've been dogging these motherfuckers like my whole life. Black people been dogging these motherfuckers. It, it is not a black Republican problem. It isn't. It ain't a problem. You know, we ain't got this slave mentality with them niggas. I don't I don't know no niggas that, that are like that. Like I don't know any. You know what I'm saying? But I know so many niggas. Who can't let go of this 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 one like like this this like the the, the prototypical master you know tethering right now like this is just like it's 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 out of it's out of it's out of hand bro like I just don't get it you know what I'm saying we got to stand our asses in the middle <laughs> okay like 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 get off of the sides bro like get off of that shit get in the middle because I'm gonna tell you something ain't like ain't no reason for you to be on nobody's side because nobody's on yours that's that's a fact and I'm you know. Just have to stop with the crab in the barrel mentality when crabs are in the sea where there are no walls. Yeah. <laughs> you said that. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, they always try to tear each other down. When you know there's there there's a whole world out there. We don't have to, you know, we can focus on on uh bettering ourselves so we can, you know, actually have something. Actually, okay. have some history to share to our our children instead of making history through the present. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. Um, got shout out my homeboy uh, Solomon Hill Fleet right here talking about. I uh, just tweeted, you know, bumping the podcast as we speak. No shout out to you, sir. No shout out to you, my brother. So y'all follow my boy, man. He's out here uh, making big moves. You know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely uh, shout shout out to that man. Uh, Jada Gems is, is on the way. Mm, okay. Shout out to Jada Jones. Oh man, so have we? Uh, we were talking about basketball. We've been, of course, we had to talk about the politics. But let's talk about what's actually happening now, and the reason why. You know, quick uh, side note with basketball. You know, basketball. They said the finals was like the lowest rated finals, like ever, and I was like, well. There was never a point in time where on any given day you would have uh, baseball playoffs, uh, soccer, football, and basketball on at the same time. You know, basketball was was on that, that little, you know, sweet spot, you know, with the May and June. Because nobody was doing nothing there. Nothing. You know? There's never anything on at that time. <laughs> yeah, so it's like now that you got like everything on, there's people that only mess with basketball in March. <laughs> or you know, and and uh are in May or in June when it's the finals. It's like now that it's baseball, they're watching baseball, or they watching basketball, uh I mean football or soccer. Uh, but speaking of, uh, football, when do you think the the season's going to be over? (sighs) It is, um, it's been weird (laughs) because we have seen some, uh, 
you know, a few a few hiccups here. You know, obviously we had the Titans that they they hit first. You know, what I mean, with the with with all the positives, and then you know we heard the Cam news drop, and the Patriots game was postponed. You know what I'm saying? We, we literally had the weirdest Bills Titans game on this past Tuesday. It was a Tuesday night football game. <laughs> like, Tuesday. Um, I kind of if if I had to put my money on it, I would say they just gonna play this shit out. I, I would say that it's too much money on the line for them to cancel the season. Um, I think that you'll see these niggas hide positive tests before you see them cancel this season. Like, because at the end of the day, most of these, most of these dudes is asymptomatic. Um, so, you know, I feel like what end up happening is, Oh no, we all tested negative, but let's, let's go ahead and play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like that would end up happening before all these billionaires and, and obviously the millionaires that they employ would just all collectively be like, yeah, we ain't doing this. I, I, I don't think that is what's about to happen. Mm. Um, even though, you know, obviously, you know, the media has a, a huge, um, you know, a, a huge power that they wield. I just don't think they'll be able to apply enough pressure. I feel like the media's has tried to apply plenty of pressure on the NFL and the owners before it, it, it just, it, they, they're going to do what they do. Um, so I just I have a hard time believing that they would actually stop uh, stop play um, at this time just because man like I I just I just don't know if they would see the because I mean did the baseball have any issue at all I, I feel like I feel like I feel like baseball is like but baseball is one of the top paid uh, sports so they'll sweep that under the rug and nobody even think twice about it. Well, see that's what that's what I'm saying like the money involved right so I mean like. You think about the TV money that the NFL brings in versus Bell. I mean, it is it is astronomical. You know what I'm saying? Like with CBS, yeah, sponsored by Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, like, you can watch. You if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch uh, NFL games, no problem. Just, and, I'm t- and look, I'm gonna tell you the biggest reason that shit is not about to get canceled. Distraction. They, I'm telling you, they need us distracted badly because the more people were you know had that moment of time where there wasn't no sports going on it was a lot of people doing a lot of digging finding out a lot of shit all right and you know i, I had to i had to really um you know i had to shout out uh man i, I wish i remember who tweeted that shit out but like i had to i had to shout shout out i wish i could shout out that person but they were like look man like th- this is the truth and i had to agree with that shit. i'm like damn you, you're right <laughs> like it, it was it was getting out of hand like the, the, the seat was getting hot you know what i'm saying and, you know, I think, you know, with a lot of this, um, you know, a, a lot of this, you know, I'm not you know, going to go on a, on a tangent here about, you know, COVID-19. But, you know, people are finding out a whole lot about everything that's going on and really, you know, kind of blowing the lid off a lot of this stuff. Obviously, it's not a hoax. We're not saying that. Um, but it is not what it is being portrayed as. It is not the way it's been propagated to us. You know, it is not a death sentence. So I think that, you know, one of the, the, the things that were, you know, really took a turn was, man, sports, sports started back up, man. I mean, that shit. I mean, hey, look, we got everything we need to fill up our block of TV, like, you know, the news channels, all this stuff, but they, they was doing backflips because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, everybody's going to be, you know, they know what they're going to be taking with and they know it's going to take up our, our, our attention. So that is another huge reason why. This ain't going nowhere. This country needs sports because the country needs this needs these distractions. To be quite honest, 
um, and, and, and they need, and, and it ain't just, you know, all for political gain. Sometimes it's, hey, it's for sanity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because a lot of folks, hey, let's be, let's be real. A lot of folks are going crazy and shit. Um, and so I, I think that's just another reason why, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to get canceled. I think it's going to get played all the way through by hook, by crook. No matter no matter how it happens, even if it's only you know they suiting up eleven guys, I feel like it's going <laughs> to go play. So I don't know. What, what, how you feel about it? Yeah, I I, I hear you. I, I agree. Um, now it's uh, the NFL. It's it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because. It's kind of with them eliminating the preseason. It's kind of a make up for it for all these um, postponed games. Like it's still going to be like a super long season. Like I feel like it's going to be more cancellations, and it's gonna you know they're gonna try to they're gonna try to cap this off by mid February. It's just gonna be a little later than than usual. But um, what was that? That thing about man? I mean, oh, I, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Have you taken one of those tests? I have not. I've not. I've not taken the uh, the COVID nineteen test. Have, have you taken one? I have taken a, a COVID test. How, how did how did it go? It it was uh, terrible. <laughs> I heard it's not pleasant. It is not a pleasant feeling. You know, it's you know. If you was if you was one of those conspiracy theories, you you would think that it was taking a piece of your brain. <laughs> That's how ridiculous. <laughs> like I, I was just trying my best to stay out of these folks' way with that shit because I I've, I've not heard good things. Yeah, man. But you you are you in you in a bubble yourself, you know, you know the <laughs> undisclosed location. You you know it. You've been you've been there for a minute. <laughs> we have been home like a motherfucker. Like it, it is just like I'm talking about. Home, home, right? Like this. This is just a. a, I know there are other people in this country that relate. I mean, just just being home as fuck in 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 the year twenty twenty. Like I don't think, bro. Like this is just another level of just homebody going on right now. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 crazy, man. Um, it's crazy out here. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, man. You know, a twenty twenty, the shit. I remember it feel like it was yesterday. We was we was having a little, you know, kicking it back. You know, what I'm saying New Year's Eve, like yeah, you know what I mean, like let, let, let's 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 get it. You know, oh, yeah, what I mean? like, it, it was cool, man. We, was yeah, we did it. we did break in uh, New Year's Eve. It was smooth, right? Like it, yeah. it was smooth, and I mean, you know what I mean. And we didn't. We I want to just go back to that moment and be like, y- y'all niggas have no idea <laughs> what's about to happen. It's going to be a, a very interesting year this year. Oh man, it, it is. Uh, you're right about that. So yeah, man. I mean, it's um, it'll be interesting to see, man, how the NFL goes, man. But I mean, it's a lot going on in NFL, particularly uh, you know, these Falcons. Um, uh, they getting their own COVID nineteen scare. You know, obviously they they saying they had positive tests today. Um, apparently it was. Uh, I ain't saying it was blown out of proportion, but it was saying like, oh, multiple players, multiple coaches. Now it's just saying, oh, just one assistant coach. So it's just it's this conflicting reporting going on. Um. I don't I don't know what what's happening there, but apparently it's not going to shut nothing down. They're saying, hey, we're going to be right back. We're going to try to open this thing back up tomorrow, which I think kind of goes to a point of, you know, my team is this terrible. 
you can't be holding up the league when, when you just trash. So I, like, no, like, no, y'all niggas about to play. <laughs> like, y'all not about to get these excuses that the Patriots getting, you know, these, these excuses that, you know, Derrick Henry and the Titans get. Like, oh, you know, let, let's let these guys, you know, they're, they're making us money. Like, let's let these guys get healthy. <laughs> like, y'all owe five ass niggas better get out here and play. Like, we, we are not, we're not fucking with y'all. Dan Quinn, get up out of here. You know what I mean? Like, this is, it, it's just a new day. Um, and I mean, I think, you know, Leading into the season, I, w- I had a very pessimistic view of, of, of the Falcons' uh, prospects, and I, I, w- I was not a fan of the moves that were made in the offseason, um, mm. as I haven't really been in the past few years, really. Uh, so kind of saw it coming, and man, I got to tell you, bro, like it just feels um, it just feels all bad right now, uh, you know, in, in, in the land. Um, how, how, you, uh, how, how y'all doing in New Orleans? I'm just going to let, let, let's change something to y'all, man. Y- y'all actually winning games. No, we're, we're going to bring it back to you, brother, because we got too much news about the Falcons to just uh, pass that by. But I will answer your question so we can move along back to you. Back to you. Um, no doubt. Saints, <laughs> the Saints are, are – Saints are – I don't know. Michael Thomas is, is uh, showing out, punching teammates. Drew Brees uh, has lost his arm officially. So – this has to be his last year. Like morally, you won't feel right if you you still playing when you came and throw past ten yards. But you got the like, Peyton Manning, uh, Dem- Denver Peyton Manning noodle arm going on right now. Like that, that last Super Bowl that was like just defensive in the mother. Like that, that yes. that's that's where he is right now. Yeah, we we need a a good defense in order to win. Like we don't have our secondary is trash. Like it's been trash for years, but like they super trash. This year, and it's mm-hmm. like we got we had we made Justin Herbert look good, even yeah. though he, he is slick a little good, but we made him look really good. Yeah, man, he uh he 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 does not look bad at all. Um, you know, no Austin Eckler for him, but I mean, he was he was you know he was moving the, moving the team. You know, what I'm saying Mike Williams out here doing damage. Keenan Allen, I believe, got hurt in that game. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, getting the guys like Hunter Henry involved. I mean, he, he's been able to kind of bring that offense together. Um. So, I mean, I don't really feel like with him in there, they really miss miss a beat, really, you know, with moving on from Philip Rivers. So, yeah, I guess you can count that as a W. Um, if, if, if you're a Chargers fan, which I don't know many uh, that are that are out there, particularly in the L.A. area, man, I wish they go back to San Diego. Like, what the fuck? Like, it just, it's just so weird. Um, that's where the fans are. I, I just, it's, it's just so weird them not being there. But um, I, I got to say, man, like, y'all, y'all man, uh, you know, y'all got a W at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah. you know, it, it's looking more like the old Saints where y'all were in shootouts, which at the end of the day, a younger Drew Brees was, was built for. I don't know if this Drew Brees is built for shootouts. Nah, he can't shoot out. You know, he got a pea shooter, you know. He got the revolver with three bullets, but the other dude has a, a semi-automatic. You know what I'm saying? Like this, these the past few years have been, you know, let's pound the ball with, you know, Latavius Murray, Alvin Kamara, you know, short passes, you know what I'm saying? Hit Mike, Mike T on slants, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like not really going just deep down the field all the time. And, you know, you can do stuff like that with a good defense. But when you don't have that, um, you know, I don't know. At what point do you think about bringing in Jameis? I don't think James is going to happen <laughs> only because James, if, if, uh, if James was going to happen, he would have been the backup quarterback instead yeah. of Taysom Hill, who was still a Swiss army knife. He could possibly get hurt 
by playing one of the 18 positions that he plays, but he's still the backup quarterback. <laughs> That's how bad Jameis is. Like, the 18 position. Like, if you are behind the dude that is in the game more than the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look good at all. I saw Jameis on the sideline hyping people up, being the ultimate dat man. Uh, And it was like, come on, Jameis. Man, leading the league in high fives. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, hey, man, I I, I think, uh, you know, y'all got to – at least y'all got y'all in a good position. You know, Carolina ain't looking bad either with Mike Davis out here stepping no. in for uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, no, it was, doesn't look bad, even though Christian McCaffrey, you know, is yeah. the, the top player. And, I mean, when you think about Tampa Bay and all they got going on with, you know, you know Tom um, and company, you know, the, the yeah, rest man. of the division uh, is doing well. So, but these, um, you know, these uh, you know, low down, um, you know, <laughs> ain't shit. Uh, you know, birds of mine uh, just continue to just, uh, you know, we're bringing up the rear right now. I, I don't know what um, the plan is. I mean, obviously, the way the cap works, you're basically stuck with Matt Ryan for at least another year um, just because it would just be so catastrophic uh, from a salary cap standpoint to move him right now. Um, same thing with Julio Jones. I mean, you, you can't, I mean, I know a lot of people are, are floating that idea out. You know, move, move Julio, move Matt. Uh, you would eat so much dead money with, with, with both of those moves or even one of them uh, that it almost negates any potential benefit that you would have, uh, you know, during, you know, the 2021 season. So at, at the, at the earliest you would consider doing that is that following year. Uh, they just really, you know, Thomas Dimitrov and, 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 and DQ, they kind of just really uh, hamstrung this franchise for quite some time. So I don't know how attractive of, I mean, I guess it is, you know, in the grand scheme, an attractive job in some respects. You have a quarterback, you have a, you know, you have weapons, but, you know, I, I think, you know, well, I guess when you compare it to the other openings, Houston, you know, no no draft picks whatsoever coming, um, no first rounder, no second rounder. Uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, maybe it isn't that bad of a job. Um, no. The Jets will probably be open. Uh, do you really want that job? Uh, maybe Detroit. So maybe it is a good job still. Uh, maybe you can still lure an Eric B. Enemy or somebody like that. But, man, I, I got to tell you, it is just uh, – it's looking all bad. Uh, Raheem Morris apparently is stepping in as, uh, you know, the interim coach. So, yeah, bro, I guess we'll just see, man. Uh, I am not encouraged uh, in, in the least bit. The defense is still atrocious. The offense is still sputters, um, you know, just at a, at a, at a ridiculous rate. Uh, they ran the ball well against Carolina, but do not take that fool's gold. Carolina pretty much the worst run defense in the NFL, so let's not, you know, just – sit back and, and, and say that, you know, the running role, running roles have been, you know, uh, in any way remedied because they haven't. And we don't, we can't run the ball. Dirt cutter teams have never been able to run the ball. Your play action is weak. Uh, so, you know, as many yards as you might throw for during this regular season, at the end of the day, when it comes to crunch time, good defense is going to be able to clamp down on your ass because you're predictable. That's facts. That is facts. Man, um, uh, well, I I hated I hated it had to be uh the Falcons, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, but it's you know this is one of these years that uh that is like time for the the uh the rivalry between the Saints and the Falcons, where the Saints <laughs> aren't that good, like they are they are like average, 
but they're they're like at the top of the division somehow. But we're like in a three-way tie. Um, Very weird. But when we play the Falcons, that's probably going to be the most competitive game, especially since both of the defenses are like big trash. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a, a shootout for sure. Be forty one to forty four. <laughs> I think Matt Ryan might win because he has a better arm. I, I guess. I mean, I, I think Matt Ryan. Well, his arm has been one of the sticking points. You know, his uh, his stands will try to tell you differently, but he's just not a guy who is really able to throw the ball deep downfield and hit a receiver in stride. That's just not something he's really been able to do. Um, you know, I mean, I would be more confident, you know, in Muhammad Sanu doing that when he was here, um, you know, doing, you know, receiver, uh, you know, wildcat shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm more confident in him hitting like a Julio in stride down the sideline, which he has actually done perfectly. Um, like, like strikes, you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen him, but I, I, I never see that. Matt Ryan. Anytime he even hits a deep ball, it's like one of them things, or even if it's like an intermediate throw, a lot of times the receiver is just trying to make the most ridiculous comeback catch. You know what I'm saying? It's never like right in the bread basket where he can keep running. Like it's always like some, you know, you remember that uh, I, don't, I ain't played Madden in a minute, but you had the, the attribute called catching traffic. Like that shit has to be on 99 playing with a nigga like Matt Ryan because he's not to get you toe the hell up with these wobbly ass throws. Um, so I don't know, man. I think it might be a closer competition than we think uh, for that arm competition. Yeah, because, you know, 10, 10 yards uh, inward. Yeah, Drew Brees is gonna cut somebody up. He was yeah. cutting, he was cutting the the charges up uh, <laughs> with them them three to seven yard throws, right at the end. So you just never know, man. Just you never, never know. know. But hey, man, R.I.P. to the season for the Falcons. Yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll try again. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all might get y'all might get Trevor Lawrence. Nope, never mind. We just we just talked about how you know they have a, a whole year left with Matt Ryan. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get. If they do, it'll be a very awkward year. Uh, but I mean, it I guess somebody a- could trade for him. somebody could trade for him if they make the offer attractive enough to where like okay, I just gotta take this. Like I'm giving you like a first round pick or two. Um, you know, maybe at that point you you'll say okay, I'll eat this money for a year and take these picks take my growing pains and just kind of move forward. But outside of that, man, I don't, I don't really see that. I don't, I don't really see it. No. So. But they are going to start looking for the next quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I guess they got to. I mean, Matt Ryan is, what, about 36 now? I mean, I mean, it is about the time. So I'm all for it. I mean, I, I do like Justin Fields as well uh, coming out. Um, so, I mean, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm, I'm just not particularly uh, – encouraged by what I'm seeing at the moment. I think when I see a new regime come in, that one that I can be confident in, I, I then maybe I can at, at that point, you know, try to assess that. But man, I have just been kind of, um, yeah, I, I think the writing has been on the wall for quite some time. Let's just say that. Yeah, I agree with you, brother. I agree. Oof. You know, and, and it's coming for the Saints too, boy. You know, Sean Payne better watch out with all these plays he's been running since 06. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's definitely uh, time to, for adjustments, man. Speaking of adjustments, man, um, we had a, a contract adjustment. Uh, Le'Veon Bell moved uh, from uh, New York Jets, um, where he will still be receiving six million dollars uh, this year. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, Le'Veon, um, <laughs> um, into moving to the Kansas City Chiefs. So he's getting paid big money to 
play for the best offense in, in, in the NFL. Yeah, uh, one, one year contract. <laughs> so, yeah, you like, like is good. Yeah, he got that one year contract. So, you know, they are definitely on track to win a, a, a championship this year. He better not so, look incredible. Like, because it would be just like too suspect how terrible he'd been looking in New York. Like, He's <laughs> come out like just like running hard as hell, you know. what I'm saying just just strong cutback lanes, just like get physical. Shit. Like I'm, I'm I'm gonna just like laugh my ass off. He come out here, you know. what I'm saying like 126 yards, eight catches for another 69 yards, two touchdowns. Like I'm gonna be like 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 bro, what, what were you doing? <laughs> like trying to get out of there, like trying to get up out of the jet. Uh, so I mean, I, I think uh, you know, is, is he in a good spot, man? It, it's a terrible spot for a, a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, fantasy owner like myself. Um, but we, we're going to do uh, what we can uh, to survive. Uh, but man, it is a tough blow uh, knowing that the playing time will be eaten into uh, in, in, in such uh, in such a manner. Well, if if he's actually good, because if he's like he was in the Jets, then yeah, yeah he'd be kind of like Lashawn McCoy. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I don't know. I guess it's a good point. I mean, we'll see if he's done or not. Um, I, I I just don't know. Um, so I mean, I guess we'll we'll see a lot. We we'll probably won't see him this week. We may not even see him next week. Apparently, they have like COVID protocols that they got to pass where they move from team to team. I think they got to quarantine for like five days or yeah. some shit. <laughs> Quote unquote. <laughs> you know, air quotes on that one. You know, <laughs> like, like this nigga just suiting up for for, for Sunday. Like, oh, where, 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 where's the protocol? But you, you know, yeah, th- th- things go how they how they go. Um, but um, yeah, man, shout out to Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Want to see how this running back has just been weird uh, with with the whole bubble, not bubble, but COVID season so far. Saquon getting hurt, um, you know, McCaffrey getting hurt. Um, you know, what I'm saying uh, obviously we got Dallin Cook hurt now too. I mean, like it's just like yeah. it's just getting it's just getting crazy, man. Austin Eckler, I mean, dog, like it's just it's wild, man. Like the injuries just been piling up. Special shout out to uh, Dad Prescott. That was a nasty one. Man, and Dak been balling out, man. Shout out Dak. Uh, I, I know a lot of niggas hate on Dak, but Dak Dak was like playing like the MVP of the league. Like it, it was insane. Like what he what he was doing these first few weeks of the season. Team around him, no defense. He's just putting up 500 yards in the air. Like I mean, just doing whatever it takes to earn that check. I mean, everybody been just joking about that check that he was looking for. Like oh, he want what? <laughs> what the fuck around his name, bro? <laughs> no, he, he was worth it. He was worth what he was asking for. How he was playing. This man was balling out, man. So hopefully, you know, he, he bounces back well. Um, yeah, and, you know, he'll probably still get paid. Yeah, I mean, I think he should. I mean, I, I think he'll be all right, um, you know, injury-wise. Um, so, yeah, man, between him and, I mean, Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, man. CeeDee Lamb been balling. Shout out to him. Um, and, you know, Zeke, the whole offense is just, they got a bunch of, they got, they got, they got some guys on that old man. So, I mean, I think they're going to be set moving forward, man. But this year, they might just have to take a few lumps. Um, in the COVID season, but I think they're gonna be back uh, coming back strong. That's for sure, for sure. Um, anything else with the league? Um, oh, oh, the Steelers, Steelers look great. Yeah, man, the Steelers looking good. Um, Chase Claypool out here with four touchdowns. That was the weird, weirdest yeah. uh, performance. I mean, I was like, uh, damn, it like I, the Steelers if they didn't have some random dude that emerges to be the top player bro, <laughs> of the week. It, it happens every time. You remember they had the, you remember they had like, uh, you know, Juju kind of emerged a couple years ago, right? Before that, Martavis Bryant, you know what I mean? And then like before that, you know what I'm saying? You had Antonio Brown. People forget like AB was like the number like two or three receiver. You know, yeah, they had Mike. You like the third one. It's like, yeah. it's weird. It's like it, 
one day, uh, you know, uh, Roethlisberger's just chooses you and, and your life changes. <laughs> it just changes your life. Like everything changes. Like, yeah. I mean, it was uh, was it Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders and Antonio Brown? It was like a three a three way like squad. Like they were they were balling out there. I remember them. They were all like young as hell, like on rookie on rookie contracts and shit. They were they were balling, and then like um, Mike Mike Wallace got his check, and Mike Sanders got his check. AB was the only nigga left, <laughs> and he just turned into like the best receiver in the world. Like it was the weirdest thing. Um, and before that, I mean, hey man, Pittsburgh just they got receivers, man. Plaxico, they they always just find guys. Antonio Holmes, you know what I mean? Like uh, they just they know what they're doing up there, man. So shout out to them, man. It's just uh, that defense is is balling, man. Um, they made all the right draft picks. Like every player that the Falcons should have drafted. You know what I'm saying? It seems like they, they got playing well. You know, TJ Watt, uh, every time I see him, like, just get another sack, I just think about, you know, the Falcons not drafting him. It, it's, 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 it's rough. Um, but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Pittsburgh, man. I, I kind of felt like Mike Tomlin was going to have a back, bounce back year, and it looks like he's doing. Yeah, you know, he, you know, they, they was, uh, trying to put his head on, on the platter, you know, but they know good and well that Pittsburgh Steeler coaches last at least 30 years. Yeah. So, Every single you know, one of them. <laughs> he's still got a good, what, 15 or yeah. so. How long has Mike Tomlin been the, the coach? He's been, it's been a while now. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I do not know exactly when. I know they've had, I think, three coaches. I think yeah. he's the third coach. <laughs> like, period. Like, in the history of the Steelers. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us still look at him as a young guy, but I don't, I don't really know if he's that young anymore. I feel like Mike Tomlin. Oh, he's, uh, he's 48. And, 48. Uh, let's see. I feel, like he got that, I feel like he got the job when he was like 34. Uh, he got, yeah, he got it. Uh, he got the job 13 years ago. Whew. He was 35. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He's been coached for 13 years. Yeah. He still got another another 15. Yeah. You know. He's gonna be the coach for a while. Yeah, he's gonna be the <laughs> Um but yeah, man. Uh yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Um so hey, we'll we'll see, man. We'll see what happens uh moving forward, man. But um yeah, man, the the league has been going up. Um we'll we'll see how it how it goes uh moving forward. Um and, and see if it you know, continues on, on that trajectory, but you know, I guess we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, so, lastly, uh, have you have you been watching uh, Lovecraft Country? Yeah, man, uh, definitely been checking that out. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, the most recent episode was was wild. I know a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, you know, what I'm saying. I, you know, I, I definitely, you know, want to shout out them and uh, and Watchmen, low key for really shedding light on, uh, you know, uh, Negro Wall Street that was going on uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, particularly, um, you know, in 1921 when when the attack occurred, um, and and, and kind of just showing the the, the realistic, uh, basically the reality of it, and you know they're having to do it in these, um, you know, somewhat fictional, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, genres, but. You know, this is a real actual event that happened. And I think, you know, people are, are they, they really are kind of starting to wake up to, you know, basically the, the, the state of, of, of where we have been and, and where we currently are. Um, and, and just showing you the level of trust that you should have in a country that, you know, literally bombed you uh, because of your prosperity and, and, and them suffering a great depression among themselves and, and you doing well. Like, that this is what, this is what, um, the level that can be stooped to. Uh, so I think, yeah. you know, they did a great job of, of sh- shedding light on that, man. Um, 
and it should, it just shed light on family, family history, and the importance of that family Bible. I've, I've been doing my own family research, and they found out we had a family Bible. We're trying to find that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it you, it's amazing what you can find um, when you start, you know, really looking up your, looking uh, through your family history and everything like that, um, and, and just you know, looking through records. I mean, people think you know it's, it's impossible to trace your, your your heritage back, and think you know you only have to you know spit on a stick or whatever, and and, and, and be told some tribe in Africa. But at the end of the day, you can literally you know use records to go back and, and explore your family and you see there's a lot of what this show is you know what i mean uh you know going back and trying to figure things out um you know obviously it's crazy it's crazy you know how they do it and then it's a whole other situation going on with it but you know at its core <laughs> it's, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a wild show yeah uh, on the other hand of of you know they do focus a lot on legacy and uh and family and and the uh and your ancestors. Yeah. But one good point they also passed on through this last episode was passing on that trauma. Yeah. You know, it showed how why the relationship between father and son was a certain way because of how his relationship between his father was. And it's you know, it's it's an interesting uh point to how they they uh communicate certain things in terms of race you know you know uh femininity uh masculinity you know all types of stuff in the show uh so it's very interesting i don't know if it's gonna be another season only because it's just like where could you go unless you make it like if i was another black family and and they deal with magic or something. And just maybe yeah. doing different time frames. I don't know. Don't know how how you would uh you would flip that, but it is a pretty good show. You know, it you know, it takes, you know uh it takes it takes certain people to to uh, get that uh that message out. So You're right. Um, yeah, man, it, it's been some crazy episodes. That that one with the uh, the one with the uh, he was over there. Was it Korea? That that one was wild. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that was a wild. That was a wild one. Uh, uh, a lot of them tells and stuff. That, <laughs> you know, I have a. Do you think the uh, the main character uh, Atticus? Do you think he's uh? You think he's a good guy? You think he's the like? Hero got, of the story. I mean, he's got layers. I mean, I think a lot of ways he, he says a lot of prob- he says and does a lot of problematic shit. Um, yeah, say it, dude. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Even you know, I mean, damn. Like even looking back, I mean, going back to that one that episode in Korea, like damn, is it? He's like, I know he's just I mean, following orders at the end of the day. Is what you got to do, you know, in the military. Damn, it's just like it's kind of shows you like a lot of the um, a lot of the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? That that can be done. And a lot of these political, uh, politicized, you know, because it's, it's real life. I mean, it's really how that shit goes. You got to just do what you got to do. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's just tough. And, you know, a lot of that, you know, sometimes that's trauma in itself, you know, having to, you know, um, you know, carry out those kind of uh, those kind of tasks uh, because, you know, you, you have to. You don't have a choice when, when you're in that position. So, yeah, man, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, and that's more so kind of showing the duality and kind of the complexity of the character. But, yeah, I, I do think he, he's, he's got layers, man. I, I can't say he's good or bad. <laughs> um, I feel yeah. anybody on the show is really good or bad. Yeah. They do, they do a good job of, of uh, showing that. I think the, the little girl was probably the most innocent yeah, out yeah. of everybody. But, uh, yeah. 
you know, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting show. I'm, I'm interested to see how it ends. Yeah, no doubt, man. We're we going to be locked in. You already know it. So, and we'll definitely obviously uh, have like some sort of, um, you know, uh, follow up or recap, you know, and let y'all know what's up with that. For sure. For sure. But um, yeah, man, that's, that's it. You got anything else? Um, Nah, man. I think uh, I think we hit oh, you everything. Any, uh, you got any any uh, herbs or uh, herbs? <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think so. So, I guess one one thing I want to uh, touch on um, a herb I, I really want to uh, share with y'all, man, is blue vervain. Um, you know, it's definitely found, um, and, and it's found in a few areas, but um, it, it definitely is uh, one of those. Uh, that can be found in America uh, as an indigenous herb uh, also. Um, and it, it really is uh, just, just something that should be just in everybody's home. Um, it's excellent for fevers. Uh, you know, it often, you know, cure colds overnight, basically. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's good for, you know, whooping cough, pneumonia, um, you know, asthma. You know, it, it helps to you know, expel that phlegm from your throat and in your chest. Um, and in the fevers, you know, you can take a, you know, hot cup, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's even good in you know female you know um, you know uh, things as well uh, helps to you know in- increase you know menstrual flow is good you know and um, as far as you know say if somebody has worms or you know it's useful in that it's useful in you know nervousness delirium epilepsy you know sleeplessness you know if you get headaches migraines uh, it's it's a it's a very uh, powerful nervine so it kind of helps to soothe that um, it's just one of those. Uh, plants that just is very slept on, uh, stomach troubles, uh, you know, shortness of breath, wheezing, um, you know, all that, um, you know, would benefit uh, from it. So it's just one, one I want y'all to just be aware of, man. Check out blue vervain. Um, it, it, it's a herb that, you know, you, you, you can find it um, and it, uh, it acts as a tonic as well. Um, so, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, just, just one to, 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 to jot down. Um, and, and definitely, uh, we want to just kind of keep this thing going and kind of, you know, you know, highlight a different one every time. And I definitely use that, you know, um, you know, often. So, you know, definitely want to just pass that one along. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That's Blue Irvine. Blue Irvine with, uh, with a V. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that is our show, folks. Um, thank y'all for tuning in for another week of, uh, from the South with Love. No doubt. All right. And we'll holler at you the next week. Next time. Yeah.